Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world, and Anchor is helping me do that, and I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. Today, I want to talk about dating, Christian dating. Are you out there on the dating scene? Are you looking for love? You're looking for a husband? You're looking for a wife? But you don't quite know how to go about doing it? You don't know where to find somebody yet? Well, my opinion is that I think you'll find the right person naturally. God has planned your husband or your wife or whomever you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. It's already planned. I mean, you were planned before um, uh, you were in your mother's womb. Uh, We all were planned from the beginning of time. So I would like to believe that your spouse is already planned as well. So as far as looking for love and getting out there and, you know, trying to find love, like actually searching. I mean, it's nothing wrong with looking, but I do believe you have to be careful enforcing the the idea of marriage, the the union of marriage because you don't want to just go and rush and pick anybody well oh all of my cousins are married or oh um my siblings are married my sisters my brothers or whomever you want to make sure that you fall in love naturally because if you end up marrying somebody that is not your soulmate then the marriage is not going to last and um, we don't believe in divorce we believe in sticking it out staying together and having that forever love you know god say what um he what he uh brings together no man could put asunder so waiting on your actual actual spouse that God has planned is the best thing. I mean, you're going to definitely run into the person you're supposed to be married to. Um, Whether it's by way of church, whether it's by way of work, whether it's by way of, oh, I was out one night at the movies and I ran upon or came upon or walked upon or sat by my spouse. And we, you know, we hit it off real well. We started talking and then, you know, the dating happens and whatnot. 
But um, I really don't feel that um, trying to actually like go on dating apps and you know do things through social media through messenger and things like that i don't i just don't believe that that's a great way to um try and find us um your husband or wife you know it's okay to respond to people on social media if, if someone but you got to be careful you got to be careful cuz everybody's uh, that says they're um a christian or living um you know their life godly is not you know, and if you're a godly person and you're living your life by the word of God and you're obeying God, you don't want to get with someone who is not saved, who is going to basically be a headache to you. I mean, um, I mean, and what I mean by be a headache to you is like, you know, if that person is unsaved, you're going to be spending most of your time trying to convince them about the kingdom, convince them that they need salvation, convince them about Christ Jesus, that he died, um, you know, um, for our sins. Instead of having to, you know, convince someone or work on somebody or be somebody's counselor, Christian counselor, you want to be able to work on your relationship. I hope I said that right. You want to be able to work on your relationship versus being someone's Christian counselor. You know, that's not going to make for a really good relationship if you're always, um, you know, uh, worried or you're getting depressed because, oh, they're living their life in a way that you don't approve of and you're wondering if they're ever going to change. So just be careful. You don't want to make a headache for yourself just choosing anybody or trying to move too fast just because you have family members that's married. It'll come naturally. It'll, it'll flow naturally. Who God has for you is for you. So take your time. Allow those meetings to be natural. Allow those, you know, um, encounters to be organic. You know, um, you know not, not forced or, or pushed. And that's my opinion on Christian dating. Moving right along, I would like to talk about choir. Choir. Every single church has a choir. The one thing that (laughs) is kind of um, baffling to me is that um, everybody in the choir can't sing. I don't know how this happens, but it happens. So wait, 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 not to be mean or rude or anything like that, because everybody should have an opportunity to praise the Lord and sing unto the Lord's glory. Yes, but I don't believe you should give solos to those who are not, how can I put this, to someone who's not actually blessed in the art of singing. Okay. Y'all might not want me to talk about this, but I got to bring it out there. We've all been in the situation before where they call sister so-and-so or such-and-such up to the front to sing on Sunday. And uh, when that solo selection was finished... All you could think of was crying. 
You was ready to get out of there. You was ready to go. You was embarrassed for her. Now, I'm just being honest. I'm not being mean. I'm being honest. If you are not blessed in the art of singing, and I and I think it's kind of mean when you don't tell the per, uh, someone the truth. You know, you 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 can be in the choir, you know, but you're gonna blend in with the with the with the choir. You're not gonna be doing solos, you know. Everybody can kind of get in there and kind of sing along, you know. But the thing of it is, is if you know that you're not a soloist or you know that you're not, um, that's not your gift. God gave us all precious gifts. He gave each and every one of us a precious gift to serve him with. And if your gift to serve him with is not the art of singing, then you should not be singing. Because I'm pretty sure I speak for a lot of people when I say we've heard many, many, many people on many, many occasions on Sunday morning getting up there hooping, hollering, screaming, sounding like um, a car's tired and um jolted off at a at a at a green light just to be honest <laughs> so if you know you're not skilled in the art of singing you shouldn't be up there oh say lord you know we don't need that you know, you got the ones who they, they hold the note real long. You know, just real long. They won't let that note go. And I, and you like, whoa, that is the longest I I done ever heard. You know what I'm saying? So just, just look, blend in with the choir. It's okay if you want to sing in the choir. Just don't be doing solos. If you know that that's not your gift. I'm pretty sure God has gave you many wonderful gifts to share, to share with the world. But you have to own your truth. If singing ain't one of them, don't be getting up there doing no solo on Sunday, making everybody hold their head down and look at the floor and all of that. Okay? I'm just keeping it real. We all been in that moment at church where somebody got up there and got to going on and on and yeah and you're like whoa that note that note that note that note ain't hitting it ain't hitting it ain't hitting (laughs) message me about this i'm sure y'all got something to say (laughs) what are we afraid of Let's talk about fear. What are we afraid of? Everybody has fears. All of us. Everybody in this world, everybody on this earth has some type of fear. But we cannot let fear conquer us or overturn us or take us over. See, we're not supposed to live in fear because fear is orchestrated of the enemy. And God wants us each and every one of us to live a confident life knowing that we are protected by him and also knowing that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So fear, 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 fear. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid to start that business venture that you've been thinking about, that you've been praying about and asking God to to help you figure out how to begin? 
Are you um, afraid that to invest in that business venture? You're afraid that you'll lose money? Are you afraid to step out in faith on something that's been nagging at you for a long time that you know is your call because God has called you to do that thing? Well, we have to get outside of fear because the enemy wants to hold us back with fear. If we sit around afraid all the time and we don't have that courage and that faith in God, that if we do try something, if we do try something and and fail at it, it will only be it will only be um, a way to open up our eyes to the fact that we still live and we can try again. If you fail, you ain't going anywhere. So what if you fail? But let me tell you something. You can't succeed in anything unless you take the risk to try it first. And if you fail, all is not lost. All is not over. You can try again. Reposition reposition yourself. Start over. But don't fear stepping out in faith on something. Now, God will let you know if it's right or wrong. And if it doesn't follow through or if it isn't a success, that's how you'll know it wasn't the thing to do. But, you know, I feel like, is it better to have tried something than to have never tried at all? It's much, much more satisfying to the soul, to the mind, to know that you tried a thing And maybe it didn't work out and you can still try something else in the future or start over or reinvent yourself. Then versus I never tried and I wondered all my life, what if? What if I had stepped out and did that thing? What if I had believed in myself and actually went forward? What could have come of me? What, What could have come of it? Would it have been a success? So don't be afraid of things. Being afraid of things can definitely, having fear can definitely hold you back from your purpose, from your destiny, from from what God wants, um, from what God has planned for your life. Step out in faith on a thing. Decree a thing. I declare and I decree that this will be a success. I declare and I decree that I am the righteousness of God and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Just believe. Have that faith to step out and do that thing. And this is how you you can be confident in stepping out in faith on something, on an idea or something that's on your heart. Because you analyze that situation. Is it a God thing? Is it something that you know God would be approving of? Now, if if you're trying to step out on something that you know is not a God thing or that you know that God wouldn't approve of or something that is coming strictly from some type of desire of your own, you got to kind of make sure you know the difference. Is this something that you just want to do or that you've seen somebody else doing or is this something that you know God has put in your heart that's nagging at you, tugging at you, no, no matter how much you you're, you uh, try to get it out of your mind, it just keeps coming back to your thought pattern because of the fact that you feel or you know or you have heard in the spirit that this is a call, this is your call, this is the thing God wants you to do. So you got to know the difference. But yeah, don't be afraid to step out in faith on a thing and to just, you know, try. 
try, try, and try again. We've all heard it from um, a little child on up to an adult. Try, try, and try again. And if at first you don't succeed, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and continue to try again. Because what God has for you is most definitely for you. And if it is a God thing and it is your calling, it will be a great success. And not only that, you will serve God in doing so. So no fear, all faith, trust God, trust Christ. He's on your side. He's walking with you. It says in the Bible, he never leaves us nor forsakes us. So just trust. talk about parents today um this is for my youth this is for the youth the children uh we don't have a choice about who our parents are i'm gonna read from the light for my path book um that i've been sharing on the show we don't have choices about who our parents are and how they treated us but we have a choice about whether we forgive our parents and heal ourselves. So, we can't change who our parents are. That's not going to change. Our parents was already picked before we were ever formed in our parents, um, um, before we were ever formed in our mother's uh, womb. So, you know, we can't pick our parents. So, therefore... I want to address how a lo- I hear a lot of teens or a lot of, uh, yeah, basically a lot of teenagers say, oh, you know, I can't stand my parents or when they're amongst each other or amongst their friends, you know, oh, I, I hate my parents. And that is a strong word to say you hate your parents. I know that life can get hard and I know that a lot of people have been, a lot of children, a lot of teens have been through a lot of really rough times, really um, some big hardships. I've heard of many, many different kinds of tragic stories on that, um, where someone was gave up at birth or where there was a parent with an addiction or there was an abusive parent or something like that. But as you grow up and as you grow into an adult, you can't hold on or fester hatred in your heart for those parents because they are still the person or still the people that God gave, um, that God gave you to steward your life. So therefore, whether they stewarded, whether they were good stewards of your life, what I'm trying to say or not is completely up to them and how they uh, uh, raised you and decided and what path they decided to take a turn for. So the thing of it is, is no matter how abusive or how disrespectful or how hurtful or if they gave you up uh, for adoption or whatever they may have done that hurt you, that bruised you, that made you torn inside or damaged, You have to first forgive them in order to begin a healing process with inside of yourself. Like I said, we don't have choices about who our parents are and how they treated us, but we have a choice about whether we forgive our parents so that we ourselves can heal. Um, I want to go to some scripture. Okay. Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother 
and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. That's Deuteronomy 27 and 16. Here's Leviticus 19 and 3. Ye shall fear every man his mother and his father and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. I'm going to go down to um, Deuteronomy 5 and 16. I'm going to read a few of these just to kind of put out there how serious it is. Um, how how serious it is to um, respect your parents no matter what they have done and know that that is the person that brought you into the world by way of God. So, honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That was Deuteronomy 5 and 16. Let's go to Proverbs 6 and 20. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Proverbs 6 and 20. That's... Okay, let's go on down. Uh, Proverbs 13 and 1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Let's go down. Proverbs 15 and 5. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Go on down to Proverbs 20 and 11. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. So whether your parents are pure or whether um what they have done to you is 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 um hurtful or uh, you know was was untrue to you you have to keep your heart pure you have to keep yourself um in right standing with God because hating your parents that's definitely not going to keep you in right have you in right standing with God you know you have to give up that hate that 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 uh, what what is it? Um, unforgiveness. Um, I know I'm not saying that you have to uh, minimize what was done to you or minimize abuse or minimize whatever was done wrong. Um, it was not okay that they did whatever they did that was that hurt you, that broke you. But the thing of it is, is do you want to live the rest of your life broken? Do you want to have hate in your heart? Because you cannot enter into heaven with a hateful heart. It doesn't, God is not allowing anyone into heaven who has unforgiveness or hate. So you have to heal. Look, you have to forgive them in order to heal yourself. It ain't for them. It ain't for them. You're forgiving them for you. So therefore, and then still love them. That is still the person that God gave you to steward your life. And, and you just have to understand and know that they're in God's hands. And God is the one that has to straighten them out. And that's their walk. But in your walk with God, you have to make sure your heart is pure and that you're not harboring old feelings. You're not harboring unforgiveness, bitterness, and all of the rest. So, you know, I, I, I read all of these scriptures because I couldn't, I'm trying to stress enough that, you know, how important it is to God um, um, for a child to respect and to love their parents, you know, no matter what. And so I know it might be hard and I know that's easier said than done because of so many different abusive situations I've heard of before, but you have to 
take that step and say, make that conscious decision to say, am I going to allow who they were as a parent to me um, shape the rest of my life, shape who I am, shape my goodness, shape my, my peace, my peace. So yeah, yeah, definitely have to forgive. Um, and um, Proverbs 10 and 1, the the Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. A person that, a parent that has hurt you or, or done wrong to you, you, you show them, show them um, how God is, 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 is um, working in your life and it will help them. If you're showing them that, you know, no matter what you did, you know, that this is who I've become and I'm still going to love you. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to talk down to you or talk bad to you or treat you horribly or whatever. I'm not going to do to you what you did to me. And that right there in itself shows the glory of God right there, right before their eyes. And it can definitely, in many cases, um, help a person to see the error in their ways when you don't treat them back how they treated you. So that's just um, my opinion on that. Um, you know, with parents, uh, teens, youth, be careful of allowing, you know, venom, that venom to build up inside of you. Oh, I hate my parents. You got to be careful of that. So I've heard so many different stories on the news and in the world today of, of teens and children um, killing their parents for whatever reason. And it's a demon. It's an evil, 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 evil demon. It's an evil thing. And it's not like God. And it's not of God. So we have to kind of check our emotions at the door. And check the resentment and the bitterness. And say, am I going to allow their shortcomings or their mess ups or their fall to orchestrate the rest of my life. And make me be um, similar to who they were. Stay tuned for a break. Listen to the Podcast Positivity Show on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. How, you ask? Because Radio Public rewards podcasters with a paid listener's rate. And for you, the listener, it's free to listen with no hidden fees or charges or credit card signups needed. Listen on iOS and Android. Well, thank you for tuning in with me, Marlena G, on the Podcast Positivity Show. That is all the time I have for the show today. Until next time, may God pour out his blessings upon you until we meet again.